Hi, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Building the Giraffe. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. Um, I really thought we had him with that one. Uh, he seemed too. really into it because Pina Colada songs his favorite thing. Uh, he apparently loved the violent aspect of our Saul meets <laughs> whatever insane thing that was. Daniel um, Day Lewis loved it. Yeah, but then then we found out that. Uh, he is somehow related to Dakota Johnson and didn't like that part of it. Oh, really? So, is that the case? Well, yeah, because here's the thing. All right. Uh, for people who are just tuning in, I don't know why you would just be tuning in now. It's the 14th episode. <laughs> but if you haven't gone back to the beginning, there's 13 more hours of content that you can listen to. Um, but we are in the uh, forced employment, uh, just to put things you know straight, cut to the chase, basically. Mm-hmm. We're in the forced employment of an insane billionaire who has locked us in his... In, I don't even Castle? know. Castle Chateau. Yeah, I guess it is because we really well, haven't seen it. Well, the uh, thing other than the inside, of right? Him. So, but the more time that goes on, I think we're in Nishvanstein. That's if we're. That's fine with me. If that's where we are, I think. I, I, I think he bought Nishvanstein, <laughs> and we're trapped here. If that's what's happening, then I guess that's what's going on. But I don't know because I mean, we don't get to see anything. I hear a waterfall of, uh, constantly. So yeah, that could be just him torturing us. That's true. So. You fake waterfalls hopes. Yeah. You never behind know. the stone walls, maybe, who knows. So um anyway, um he he has this, this giant office of his that's more of a great room, I guess, or, or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. antechamber. And uh he he yells at us in there. Yeah. Well, he yells at me because <laughs> he has these uh glass cases full of trophies he's collected uh, throughout Rudy Giuliani's teeth. Yeah. Rudy Giuliani's uh, teeth. Um, uh, the Magna Carta. Mm-hmm. And then just a, a large glass jewel case full of eye, fake yeah. eyeballs, not real eyeballs. Well, you don't, we don't know that. Well, they're shiny and they're not decaying, so I assume that they're fake eyeballs. We don't know what he could have done, plasticine them or whatever. That's, you know, listen, you saw I'm, the human bodies exhibit at one point, and I'm sure we'll be part of it one day. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, does he own that? I don't want I to, I don't want to think about it. I, I don't want to think imagine. about it. I don't want to think about it. Um, with all the weird stuff he does own, that he would own that specific uh, well, anyway, piece of Chinese prisoners uh, and political dissidents. But um, anyway, so when Kaiser's busy staring into these eyeballs, which I don't understand what the fascination is or what magical hold they have over him, I usually just I'm getting out. yelled at. But now that I'm getting yelled at, I've, I've started like kind of like, well, that's fine. If he's going to yell at me, I'll just look around in the room and see like what I can see. Oh, did and, you uh, notice something cool? Yeah. Recently, I've noticed that there's a lot of taxidermy in there. Like a lot more. Because usually when I'm looking uh, like at him. Human taxidermy? Uh, no, it's just like taxidermy. <laughs> I, maybe there is somewhere because if he owns the body exhibit, that's basically what that is. So. Yeah, that's true. But he's put that out there for touring around, so he doesn't have it anymore, I guess. Oh, uh, that's true. He just he, has taxidermy. He had to relinquish it yeah, because of the Hague. So. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Look, this guy could have been... He definitely is a war criminal of some sort. <laughs> Anybody who's that rich is involved in some way with the war profiteering. So... Um, oh, but I've looked around now, and generally I would just look at him and he would just yell at me until we got to go back to our room and have our Pizza Hut for the day. That's right, and um, our DSL. Yeah, and uh, so he has um, a lot of taxidermied animals, but they're not like deer heads and things that he hunted. They appear what? to be, uh, if you know, if you're familiar with action taxidermy, yeah, where people change animals that are normally just whatever into their in like action scenes where they're yeah, sword fighting absolutely. or they're doing this you know oh whatever. i thought like natural action like you know like Mm-mm. oh it's a wolf about to mm-hmm. attack a sheep no, they turned into like a brian jocks red wall like type thing in real life <laughs> holy um, shit this is scary many of the things that he I has i didn't even notice that yeah well yes because again all you do is stare into these hundreds of eyeballs that may or may not be real or maybe some of them are glass eyes. Like can you Sammy blame Davis me? Can Jr. you blame me? Eye, and then also, yes, I can blame you. Because we walk in together and the first thing you do is sit down and stare directly into that like you're in a trance. Mm. That's strange. I usually black out during those meetings. Anyway. <laughs> well, so he has all these uh, uh, taxidermied figures of, of raccoons and, and smaller mammals like... Uh, Possums, well, marsupial. Which is, a marsupial. is there like a scene depicting the reign of terror, but with only lemmings? 
Uh, not that I've noticed so far, but this would not be a strange thing. I mean, if he has raccoons and porcupines and things fighting each other mm-hmm. uh, using human weapons, then I can imagine. There's a reign of terror scene yeah. somewhere. Right. Actually, it's just Guernica uh, <laughs> reenacted by Lemmings that are on fire running into the city. Um, I know. I know. I didn't say it was pretty, but, okay, you know. So. so then also another thing I noticed is that uh, th- th- what I'm getting to is I think that I, I figured out something we can do that might get us out of this. Uh, because if he likes raccoons that much that are doing uh, anthropomorphic things like having sword fights and such. Right. Um, I've also noticed that every time we're in there and he's yelling at me, he's not looking at a description of what we've done or doing anything like that. He's literally on Twitter just looking at Justin Bieber's timeline. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. And I don't know if it's because of his fascination with acquiring people. Or... You think Justin Bieber's going to be his new acquisition? I mean, if he's looking at his Twitter that much... His figure is going to be destroyed if all he eats is Pizza Hut. Well, yeah, I mean, true. But, I mean, not like it matters. At least in his body would match his tattoos. So, Got it. You know. <laughs> Got him! <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking, uh, what if we did a family-type movie... A CGI mm. movie where Justin Bieber played a raccoon that was searching for almost an El Dorado-like place that was just full of trash. Like Trash World? Yeah, Trash World. Trash Trash. I mean, okay. that's what I would like. I think we should call it that for okay. sure. Well, trash, trash World. World. Yeah, Justin Bieber in Trash, trash World. World. A DreamWorks. Uh, you know what? Make it by Illumination. They always like doing there minions go. and stuff. I feel like this would fit pretty well. So then I guess, wow. Okay, that's a so doozy. So my, my a... thought is that he is Justin Bieber's raccoon, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, I mean, obviously many people would think that Justin Bieber should be a beaver uh... because of his last name, but I don't think that's not good enough. Yeah, that's a little too on the nose. Yeah, but I do think that he should have a friend that is a beaver Yeah. named Justin Beaver. Yeah, definitely. Played so... by... Pete, Pete Davidson? Davidson. Yeah. Okay. Of course. So classic, classic Pete Davidson role. <laughs> Beaver. Classic Pete Davidson. Yeah, Justin Beaver. Um, Got him. So then, so Justin Bieber is the raccoon. Yeah. But wait, what is his Justin, name? Do you think? <laughs> Rocky. Isn't that a little too close to the Marvel? No. no you just want to call him Rocky. <laughs> well, oh, I was, I wasn't even thinking Marvel. I was thinking, uh, well, Marvel stole it from the Beatles. Well, no, Rocky isn't... Rocket's the name of a raccoon in Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Rocky Raccoon is just like a thing. Yeah. But it's already an existing character in various... Is it? Yeah, like there was a... Well, one more won't break the bank. All right, that's fair. I mean, I'm not saying... I'm just I'm just saying that if you want to name it something else, we can. But... What, Gopher? Gopher Pile. <laughs> there we go. We know the gopher. We have a gopher. Yeah, we have, gopher have a gopher named gopher, gopher file. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh damn! I don't know what the raccoon's name should be. Why not? Well, how about Ricky? Ricky, Ricky Raccoon. Ricky Raccoon. All right, I like that. You know, that's good. It's a little more. Rocky's a little too already tied in with the, you. People will start associating it with Rocky, and then if it's not Sylvester Stallone, they'll get confused. Oh, because the general public isn't the smart. His father is Ra. <laughs> Rockled. <laughs> yeah. His father, who who on his deathbed tells him about the uh, trash world. Played by Stil- Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Yes, of course. Rockled, a.k.a. Rocky. Yeah. To yeah. his friends. Right, of course, yeah. He, and he makes sure to say that. Like, you know, he says, you know, he says, he says things like, he says things like, Rockled was my father. Please call me Rocky. Yo, I love that. <laughs> Rockled was my father's name. Please call me Rocky. Hey, uh, Rockled was my father's So, all right. So, we have that um, so far. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Pete Davidson is a beaver named Justin Beaver. Right. Uh, we, uh, have, we have uh, Ricky Raccoon. We, we have, have Ricky... Rockled Raccoon. Rockled Raccoon. We yeah. also have... Uh, Gopher, Gopher Pile, played by Seth Rogen. Well, of course. Well, yeah. Ooh, Seth, Seth Rogen or Seth Green? Seth Rogen. Okay. <laughs> Seth Rogen, because he just got off that 
it, the Lion the ex- King, ex- and yeah, and that's about to win literally every Oscar there is. All right, and he does have the most annoying voice in the world. So <laughs> make sure that he laughs a lot. You know, yeah, you got to make sure that he laughs. Um, uh, do you think? At some point in the background, are we going to start hiding Easter eggs and chillchillas in the background? Yeah, somewhere? there's a there's a chinchilla called Chill Chilla. Yeah, he he showed up in an earlier episode. You might want to go back and listen to. Yeah, it. listen. Tr- t- this is a deep cut. True fans of the podcast yeah. will know this it's from the episode. I think I love my car. There's something um, about there's my something car. about my car. Sorry. Um, so uh, <laughs> we're really rounding out this cast of characters. We here. are. Um, Who's who plays Chilchilla? Oh, I just think he shows up in the background. Oh, he's okay. not a speaking role. Oh, it's just yeah. like a thing you throw in. It's like in Pixar movies how they always have like a Pizza Planet truck. Oh uh, yeah. Um, so, so uh, okay, then we have the starting characters. Yeah, but Let's... we need we need a guy who is like the king of Trash World, and I'm trying to think of an animal, and I think it would be a possum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, hmm. Who plays I mean, the possum? Well, I mean, obviously the Phantom Thread. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, oh, so yeah. if you don't know, uh, the Phantom Thread is the name of the character from the Phantom Thread, the Daniel Day Lewis movie, The Phantom Thread. Uh, T.J. Moneybags and his uh, magnificent power and money bought Daniel Day Lewis mm-hmm. uh, forever. He owns all yeah, rights to his body. Now owns um, him. And so we're required by our contract to put Daniel Day-Lewis in every movie mm-hmm. that we make. But he's only ever allowed to play the character of the Phantom Thread playing, playing another those characters. Character. Yeah, because that's T.J. Moneybag's favorite role of his. And Daniel Day-Lewis has taken on almost a, a like a mini-me sort of situation. He does. Because he's always in the office. He's always yep. listening to us getting yelled at. Sometimes, Sometimes he yells, he yells, yells at us. Yeah. Well, he yelled yeah. at you the one time. He yeah. did. That was scary. That was very scary. Um, uh, so Daniel it's very strange to me that this is happening. But, you know, this is what has to happen. So he's going to play a possum who's just, I think, just called the Possum King. The Possum? The tra- no, Trash King. Trash King. Trash King? The Trash Tyrant. The, t- hmm. the, I like Trash Tyrant. Yeah. You need to seek the Trash Tyrant. Yeah, or you have to defeat, he has to defeat him somehow. Yeah. Uh, Justin Bieber's raccoon character. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I guess know. this would, I don't know how this starts. I guess this starts out there, they live in like a forest or whatever. Or... Uh, no, they. I want to say they live in like a suburb kind of area. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And they're... Like, and they, they, um... It's pretty far away from the landfill, but that's basically what Trash World is. Right, that's exactly what I was thinking as There's well. There's legends of it all the time, but no, no, none of these animals can go that many miles to get to it. So Right, because every time that they try, you know, A, they're afraid of humans, B, like, there's a... Oh, there's a highway they, they try to cross and yeah. like, they always get killed. Right, so, yeah, let's start setting up the mythos around it. So there are chariots that come around that take their food. Mm-hmm. And deposit yeah. it to yeah. the El Dorado, the trash right. world that they that they that many you know because they they don't know about it, but right. I mean that trash has to go somewhere, right? And that's the big rumor is that it goes to a place called Trash World, right. and that's like the dream of obviously every raccoon wants right. to get the trash. Oh, no, absolutely. Well, no, not just raccoon, but every scavenger. oh every yeah every animal. every scavenger yeah. Right. yeah. Um, but yeah, they there's a there's a highway nearby as well that. Um, people are like, oh, you know, they get kind of frenzied after they get kind of old and they're like, I'm going to make it to Trash World. Yeah, and they yeah, run yeah. across the, the highway and they get Just ran get over. Back to my trucks. <laughs> Yo. So we're definitely going to have like, I think a couple of off screen, like it's, you know, yeah, like I mean, as, we're not going to show. As, right. right yeah, it's yeah, a children's yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. But as the thing is getting shown up, it's like, you know, you have that scene it's like, I'm going to make it to Trash World. And he runs across and then it just looks away from the violence to the people who are viewing it. Yeah, and it's and just like, like mm. Yeah, yeah. And like they like cringe. They're like, Ugh. Yeah. Um, so I think like you start out, everything's fi- Like they're having a good time. Like, you know, uh, Ricky doesn't care. Like he's not even worried about Trash World at this point. Yeah, he's just. He's like chilling. He likes to eat out of the garbage cans. He's found like a couple of good places that have always good garbage, you know. Like a frat house with right. all the pizza with slices. You know what I mean? Like yeah, oh, absolutely. 
Um, I think like he's is he kind of like he's not well known. You know, he is well known. He's not like famous, but like you know, it's like a it's a tight knit community. You know, yeah, he's he's well known within it because his father is so influential. Right. It's like um, oh well, like uh, Rockold. You know, he show uh, he showed us how to like scavenge. Yeah, he showed yeah. us how to get food he, from these. He showed us canisters. how to knock over the one the garbage cans that weren't be able to be knocked over when the when the ones with the wheels came out. Oh, the ones yeah. that are harder to move. He figured out how to do it and showed them. And like he's like kind of an elder in the community. And right, but he's on know. his deathbed. Like so. Well, so he, this is the thing: is that he he knows. I'm trying to think exactly Ooh, how so, he. So here's here's what I'm thinking. So it kind of, the movie opens, and we have this kind of almost Back to the Future type of opening where you get the character built of saying like, "Oh, this is here. Here's Ricky. He's so cool. Like everybody kind of yeah, knows he's him. Like run, running around like he's running. Like he's he like grabs something like real good. Yeah, like out of like a human's hand, and they're like running after him or right, whatever. But, and, or either that or they're batshit scared because i don't know about you but if a if a now, if a just, raccoon came up to me and grabbed the shit out of like whatever i was eating out of my hand i would either a run or b hunt it down hmm. yeah that's true well that's what i guess but i guess in this world though if you're, it's a children's movie so right you can't take it too realistically they're just like it's like when in ratatouille like nobody was that upset there were a bunch of fucking rats in the right kitchen. okay so, so i just you know. i just think it's uh you know it's kind of one of those weird incredulous like dude can, chill- I, can the people hear can people hear the animals talk <laughs> nah no way <laughs> so ricky can't like say like uh i don't know like goes by and grabs somebody's like Literal piece of cake and says like that was a piece of cake. Oh man! Like he can say that, yeah, yeah, but I, I don't but think the, the humans can, yeah, can yeah. understand. That's fine. Him. All they hear is the chittering. Just, they're it. just like, did that? <laughs> did that raccoon just make a fucking quip? Because <laughs> I just wonder about it. You know. Okay, um, that's fair. So either way, we have this opening, and it's uh. You know, he kind of gets back to his house, and his and his mother's there. He's like, she's like, Ricky, so glad you're here, your father. And he's like, Oh no, what happened? Yeah. And it's like his well, father. Was it that quick? Because I feel like it. You should okay jump in immediately with the <laughs> with the dad death. Uh, okay. Well then. Uh, well, no, actually, you know what? You can because then. Okay. Well then, no, no. Here, what we can do is we can kind of have like up into the middle of the first act. You almost have a. Uh, like a oh, this raccoon wants to go out and he wants to see the world. Like they have like a discussion, him and his dad. Like and he says, like basically like him and one go go for pile. We're talking about right. Oh yeah, because go for pile's his uh, best friend. Yeah, yeah, that's his really good. Fr- Seth Rogen's his really good friend. <laughs> that's right. And they just, they just eat like scraps together on a hillside, and they talk about how they're gonna get to. Uh, they're going to get the trash world one day. Right, exactly. Because yeah. they, they always, not necessarily trash world, but, you know, there's they're something They're going to get beyond the highway. There. They're going to get beyond the, the highway, whatever they call it. Like, I don't know if Where? they call it the highway necessarily. But. Um, the, de- the death lane. <laughs> the death gate. <laughs> the death gate. I like that. So they're going to get beyond it. But, but Rickold is like, no, you should stay where you're. Rockold? R- Rockold, sorry. It says... Rockold, Rocky. Yeah, that's right, Rocky Rockold. Yeah, Rockold basically is like, no, you should stay where you live. Like, this is your; these are your people. Right, this, like a, I you built this. Good. We, yeah, we have a home here. Like, I made this for you, so you wouldn't have to go out and, you know, do the things I had to do when I was a young raccoon. Mm-hmm. Right. It was like, and he gets that kind of like far away look in his eye for like the 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 parents who are watching. Yeah. Like, it's like. You wouldn't believe what I had to do. Wink. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the same thing that happens in almost every one of these movies. Right. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So he, like, they get they have a little falling out there, like mm-hmm. a moment, like where he's mad, like he's like, he's like, well, no, he's like, well, I'm gonna go out, and father's like, well, you better then. Yeah. And then you know, like the, he storms. I out. think what happens here is that he's like he like goes to the highway. And he says, "I'll like basically, I'll show, I'll show him." And he starts to go across the highway, and then gets like stuck and is almost run over. But mm-hmm. Rockold saves him, but right. but gets hit by the car Boom. as he saves him. I love that. And then he's like, "Oh my god, you know, I killed like 
Right. And I, so like, it, yeah, yeah. So, and then it like flashes forward to almost like a deathbed scene. He's like, go over there, open my acorn chest. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so he opens his acorn chest, uh-huh. which is a, which is a, just a chest, but I mean, they're, you know, they're creatures. So I yeah, mean, that's they have what to they use have. other things. Yeah. Well, of course, yeah. You gotta do, you know, fun stuff like that. Like oh yeah, they absolutely. Live in, like a tree with the knot in it, or whatever. Exactly. Of course they do. Yeah. So uh, he opens it, and it's a map detailing how to get to Trash World. He's like, "I was there once." Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Yeah, and uh, you wouldn't believe the, it. <laughs> the, uh, and the map like goes through like places that he's never been. Like mm-hmm. it, go- it goes around, like it goes in a forest and stuff. Mm-hmm. To down, like, you know, because there's a place you can cross underneath the highway where there's a river. Right. And that's when he's going to meet Beaver or Justin Beaver. Justin Beaver, yeah. yeah. I think he he should also meet. Uh, I'm trying to think of a crocodile pun and I can't. Oh, Croc the Alligator. <laughs> Who has like a weird identity crisis. No, uh, it's just like. It's it's one of those like grumbly characters who's like I don't know why my dad named me this, but he did, and it's been an issue my whole life. <laughs> so they kind of have that like first crisis there, but we'll get to that. Yeah. So, so yeah, he I guess does he set out with he sets out with uh, Gopher Go Pile, yeah, of course. But they have like a funeral for Rockold or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Um, Do they they throw him in a trash can because? They're gonna, <laughs> yeah, because they they don't they, because he always said that those that the the trucks that come mm-hmm. take people to trash or take the animals to trash right. world. So they throw them in the trash can as a final like biking. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. So <laughs> wow, um, either that or they put them in a trash can, set it on fire, and roll it down the street. But I feel that's a little bit much for a children's movie. <laughs> They set it on fire, roll it down the street, and it makes that same noise again. They all cringe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Actually, I like that a whole lot more. I like it all right. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> because the animals have some bizarre, uh, almost Valhalla-like belief. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Gopher and Ricky set off, and the first stop is the the you know the dark tunnel, yeah. which is the tunnel that uh, goes it's below like, the uh, highway. Well, no, it doesn't because it can't go below the highway yet because they have to go in the forest and find the underpass or whatever, basically. But oh. this is this is the dark tunnel. I think for this is a uh sewage drain yeah like the yeah the drain on the side of a sidewalk in a suburb like in a cul-de-sac you oh. know and they go down there and then they kind of lead out into the forest uh, the forest because that's where like the treatment plan is and stuff like right. kind of built near there or whatever okay so then yeah can... so then what what do they encounter in the dark well, i'd tunnel? imagine that's where they encounter croc the alligator croc the alligator yeah. who who at first or Allie, like... wait wait croc the alligator or alley the croc Oops. Um, Allie the Croc, because it's played by a woman, and that woman is uh, Caitlin Olsen. Okay, Caitlin Olsen. Yeah, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think she would do a good job as this. I actually think she would, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Um, so. And then she kind of has crossover power then, because like, people will, the adults will recognize her, but obviously the children won't, I yeah. hope. right. But she would do it because she has kids now, so she right. like, you know. Um, so, they, but they don't know like that, that that she's friendly. Like they think like something's hunting them. Oh no! I oh let's. I was gonna think flip it on its head. She starts hunting them first. Oh, that's fair. Because yeah. she's like they're, they're, oh, because she's real hungry. Yeah, because she's stuck in this fucking sewer. Right, exactly. And so, all she's been eating is like rats and stuff like that, or not even rats. Like she. Oh, is she, is she a big alligator, or is she a, or is she is she a big crocodile or a small crocodile? I think she's big. Right? Okay. Like not just, huge, not giant or anything, but just like big okay. enough to go in the sewer. You know, because there's always the myth of the... Oh, yeah. But thing. I mean, this is not the sewer. It's just a, a drain pipe. Yeah. I mean, no, they, they're like they go into the sewer because oh. they're in like a thing. They're, they're walk Because the tunnel, the path takes them through 
like into that drainage ditch, into the sewer, and then out to the treatment plant. Understood. Yeah. Got it now. Um, So she does start hunting them, but then they've brought like stuff with them to eat. Right. Scraps and stuff. And I don't know. They but, oh yeah, like she a, like uh, she's about to eat one of them. Then she like smells real quick, and she's yeah. like, "Wait, is that like potato chips?" She, she says, "Like, is that you or is that is that potato ch- or what?" Right? Is know, that you or is that, that potato, potato chips? chips? And then they're like, like basically, like, well, what's going to happen based on what I eat? You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> and then uh, so like Seth Rogen's like <laughs> potato chip, you know, whatever he does. <laughs> And, uh, and then they give her potato uh, chips and then she like sits down and starts eating them and you know like right starts, like a human so yeah it starts becoming like more friendly because she's eat she's eating something. she was hangry so she was hangry yeah exactly hangry. oh man no they give her a snickers bar Ooh, you're not you when you're hungry exactly so i mean it's a perfect tie-in we can get that also, snickers money also snickers please sponsor this podcast please, also snickers please get us out of here <laughs> I mean, like, definitely one before the other, but if you can't manage one, then the other, please. <laughs> yeah, I mean, one, please, just anything. <laughs> Actually, just send us Snickers bars. <laughs> anything that's for us to stop eating pizza. Yeah, the pizza's day. enough. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, sorry about the small cry for help. Um, so they tell her. So she's stuck down there because she's kind of dumb. Like, that's just because... They're like, and, yeah, why don't you get out of here? Especially in the dark, like in the sewer, the, like she can't tell which way is which, you know. Uh, the water only flows like certain times of the day, so she can't tell, like get her bearings as far as like where she's supposed to be going. So they say they have a map and they can get her out. Right. But they need her to like, she so they can ride on her. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then there's a song. Oh, of course there's a song. Uh, I don't know what it's going to be called. Um, it's like. I mean, this is going to be a full-on original music thing. Yeah. Uh, Don't worry, be happy. Okay. It's sung by Justin Bieber and Seth Rogen. And, uh, and Caitlin Olsen. Yeah, and Caitlin Olsen. Yeah. This is perfect. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or like like, or like a, a song sort of like that, but about like sailing your sewer. troubles away. Yeah, or Ooh, whatever. You yeah. Know, that kind of thing. So they get down, they get out of the sewer. Come sail away. Yes, there we are. Yeah, <laughs> come uh, sail away. <laughs> by Justin Bieber, Seth Rogen, and Caitlin Olsen. All right. The fair. only person capable of singing that song in that trio is Justin Bieber. Absolutely. <laughs> Even then, I'm not sure he could do it. Um. So they get out, and then that they're at this like treatment plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they're they see like the. They're looking at the map and they see like the forests and, and all the that kind of stuff. the forest is in the distance. Yeah, it's in the distance a little bit. So they, they have to follow this trail. Um, I don't know if there's like, oh, I know. Um, there's like like uh, the, the king, oh, shit, oh the, the, the trash tyrant. Yeah. Um, he also like at the beginning of the movie is warned by Rockold uh, that, there's, that there's a ruler of trash world and he can't be trusted basically oh yeah you know um oh he's like uh when you get to trash world remember don't trust anybody yeah 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 and And then he dies and this is when you're kind of introduced to him because he has like birds that are like that work for him like seagulls uh that always you know because they're always on the trash oh i was thinking ravens crows technically but I'm th- I'm thinking of birds that go that live in landfills, just usually seagulls. Oh, really? Yeah, generally, because mm. they love trash. Well, I mean, crows love trash too. Crows That's love true. shiny things. They like shiny things. Well, okay, then it is no, it's no, crows. no. So, so we can have seagulls, but uh, the oh man, nah, never mind. I don't want to. No, make I think that it's cr- I think it's crows because he pays them with shiny shit that he has. Yeah, no, he the pays them with marbles, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, and they're like, "Whoa, can we really have this?" And yeah. they just like start fighting over. He's like, yeah. "Get out of here." <laughs> yeah, played uh, the crows played by John Leguizamo and um, Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, yes, 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 yeah. yes. But they're like watching them, like from the trees. Or oh, whatever, so do they know. function as kind of like a Greek chorus as well? Sort or? of in a way, but they're more or less there to like, like, so that you know something sinister is afoot. You know, 
that like they're being watched by someone who's the antagonist because Kyle I think Futa. that they get to Trash World like halfway through the movie. Yeah. And then there's a whole like almost uh you know crazy Stepford Wives kind of thing No, I like... think it's a big there's a big musical number that like is like almost a thing where the trash tyrant tries to seduce him into like believing that he's a good good oh, guy. You yeah. Know, kind of thing. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> um and then they like yeah so anyway so the crows uh, watch him watch them and then mm-hmm. they're like basically like oh we have to tell you know whatever we have to tell yeah and it's like we got to report back you know yeah and then uh and then you're back on the ground and they're in the forest now and they're near a stream and then who do they meet but Justin Beaver played <laughs> by, by Pete, Pete Davidson, Davidson who is in the middle of, of taking, taking a shit. shit. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you realized exactly where that path was leading. Um, yeah, he's like, "Oh, wait a second, I gotta take care of this real quick." As they come upon him, and while he's in the middle of it, he slaps his tail down. Uh-huh, yeah, and he's like, "We gotta get that out of here." Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, how's it going? <laughs> Don't get many visitors around here." Yeah, and he has a horrible accent, like a horrible New York accent, right. the, like worse than his already is, like. Oh, I was thinking like a really bad pantomime of like a southern accent. Oh God, I don't even know if he's capable. Exactly. That's yeah, okay, why. That that's even, why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So he's like trying his best to do a southern like, accent, but right. it isn't working too well. They're like, I think at one point, like, he, you know, like they meet him, and I think maybe there's this like friendship that kind of blossoms. He invites him into his dam. and then they're like, "You're not like any person, any beaver I've ever met," and then he's like. You could tell, huh? I escaped from a zoo a while ago. Don't tell anybody. <laughs> but you know, just trying to make it out of here, man. Just yeah. trying to like he's not it. real great at any of this right. shit. So. It's like the, literally the dam is like four sticks <laughs> leaned up against not, each other, not doing anything. They're all just sitting in water. Right. <laughs> so what brings you guys out here? <laughs> but the thing is, is that he can like he can help them get across that water because they, they just have to teach him to believe in himself. Basically. Yeah. And there's a song about the, believing in yeah, yourself. That, that's, that'll be the montage of him building the actual dam. Oh, I was thinking or that bridge uh, or whatever the fuck he, he does that thing that beavers do. And he, uh, Shits spins all over a, the place. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that, not only that. But he spins it around a tree really quickly, and oh, yeah. then uh, obviously the tree is ground down to. Yeah, that's what it is. He's like scared. He 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 only gathers sticks because he's scared to use his teeth because they always just gave him food at the and stuff at the right. zoo, and he didn't need it to, and he was worried like, you know, he doesn't know how to do it or whatever. Right. So they teach him to believe in himself, and he knocks a tree down that helps them cross over. Yeah. You know. But then I think as they're crossing over, like. This, the tree starts to shift mm-hmm. and like it starts to move down the river and then it's going towards a waterfall and he, and you know Pete Davidson's character is running along the shore he's like you gotta jump you gotta do it there's a yeah. waterfall yeah there's a waterfall and he like puts out his tail so they right. can grab onto it um, oh I was thinking he was on the opposite side so they need to get to the far end of the riverbank he's on the original side. Oh, no, I don't think he would be because he has to join them. Oh, this, this, yeah, absolutely. This quest. So he's there, like... So he makes it across first. Because the crocodile can't do it because uh, it's rapid water. She can't swim right. up it or whatever. But she gets across. Mm-hmm. And so that's what it is. She sticks her tail out. He grabs on to it. Then sticks his tail out. They grab on to his flappy tail. <laughs> Together. Yeah. He shits on him. Uh, <laughs> oh, watch out! Actually, no, no. He they he now grabs on the as they movie. go over the falls. Uh, as the thing goes over the falls, and then he just you hear him fart. And they're like, dude. He's like, sorry. Yeah, yeah. So then they're on their way. Um, this is probably that's like the end of Act One. Like that's the action that ends Act One. Then they're on their way, and like maybe they're camping out the night. That night or whatever. Yeah, they have a fire about, somehow. Yeah, they, of course they do, because I don't know why, but they do. Um, they're ta- they're toasting like a marshmallow that they found. They they brought. They brought yeah a mini marshmallow. Mini marshmallow, yeah. No, a full size marshmallow because they're oh it's like a meal. they're pretty big animals, obviously. 
Like, have you seen a raccoon eat? It can eat a lot. Right. Um, All right, that's fair. Yeah. Like, they're making s'mores. They're doing everything. There's a lot of stuff that kids yeah, like. They, Whatever they, kids like, just throw it in there. They have hot dogs. There we go, hot dogs. Hot, they're, like, cooking hot dogs, a couple hot dogs over yeah. there on the fire. Um, uh, and they're, like, the hot dogs have, like, X's for their, like, eyes. Because <laughs> they killed them. Right, yeah. They killed the hot dogs from Sausage Party, the other Seth Rogen that's, movie. That's right. They did. <laughs> so then you move on. You're in Act 2 now. So they're, they're, the next morning, um, you know, they're walking to, like, the thing. And they finally get to the, the underpass, mm-hmm. like, to go. And it's like, like, why didn't anybody come here before? You know, whatever. Um, I don't. Does there, there's probably something in there. Uh, like a bad creature or something like that right that wants to like the reason why the other animals don't do it is because it's kind of oh yeah, yeah, yeah you know is there bats bats yeah i think bats right they would be underneath like in a cave type yeah thing. they would so, um maybe oh no bear oh okay yeah there's a bear okay bear. Yeah. he's like and he can smell the food that they have too he's like you better give me that food yeah yeah it's played by it's nick Wilford nolte Brimley? oh yeah okay <laughs> Either one, whichever. Wilford Brimley, preferably, but if not, Nick Nolte. Okay, yeah, if we we can't get... And if we can't get Nick Nolte, Steve Carell. Yes, of course. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, So, yeah. He has a Russian accent, too. Okay. (laughs) Only Steve Carell, or if if we we can only get Steve Carell, or all of them have to try to do... All of them have to try to do a Russian accent. So Wilford Brimley trying to do a Russian accent. (laughs) Let's just go with that. Uh, That's scary. Anyway... (laughs) So then they want to, he wants their food and they say they can't give them the food because they need it to make their journey. Right. But if he lets them pass, they'll bring him whatever he wants from trash world or, or they'll show him the way to like unlimited trash. I think, yeah, he's like, once you've been to trash world, you got to come back here and show me. Come Fred, you must come back. I was going to say, why is he all of a sudden Matthew McConaughey? I don't know. I don't know. Now he's Bill Clinton. <laughs> Friend, you must go. You must go depends to the trash what, world. Depends on what your definition of trash is. <laughs> Friend, you must go to the trash world. Find find it. Come back yeah. here. Show me. Yeah. Show me. Yeah. Or I will hunt you down. Yeah, that's or maybe that's what it is that he... He like attacks them, hmm. sort of, or he he like he doesn't agree that they that he wants to let them pass, or maybe like maybe they outsmart him and then he just starts following them. That's what no no they outsmart him, but in doing so somehow they rip the map and he gets oh. part of it. So he has like an idea of where they're going, but not exactly right. And also now they have an idea, like they, they know where they're going because they can remember where to go. Right. So he's like tracking them. Right. And I think that's the way that the trash tyrant dies at the end is the bear shows up. And, and eats them. Yeah, kills them. Yep. And um, then, yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. Then the bear's new trash tyrant. Yeah, exactly. As yeah. all bears are. That's exactly how life works anyway. Exactly you know? it is. So they Replace make one it. tyrant with another. They make it out they of the bear cage. Stupid. <laughs> political statement yeah they make it out of the bear cave um they're on their way so they they finally like get to the trash kingdom Mm -hmm. like and they see it and they're like you know so we're nearing the end of the second act here middle of the first i think that's the middle i think that's the end of the second act is them getting there okay then the third act begins with them meeting the trash tyrant right and he's like oh well actually no he's he's the trash king he introduces himself as the trash king Mm -hmm. but like later they're like you're not a trash king you're a trash tyrant right when he like locks them up or right so i think tries to throw them in an old refrigerator he absolutely tries to throw them in an old refrigerator but uh and then push them into a you know, a crevice that is going to be filled with trash, so they'll die. Anyway, so oh, when they first think... get when they first get there, though, okay, um, like he like everyone is there with like open arms. They're like, oh, this is a utopia. Like they're like eating so much. Like it's yeah. They have that's the whole musical number where he's like telling them like what a great right. Are they all like exalting what a great king he is and what stuff? A great king. What yeah. A great king. Um, 
And it's like the cro- the two crows and like maybe, I don't know, some other, we'll, we'll figure out some other. Steven Root plays a turtle. Yes. Absolutely he does. Um, <laughs> and then, yeah, there's like, and he's like eating like a piece of lettuce and he's like real slow and like he sings like the baritone part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's all these animals and they're like really into it. And then like that's, they have this whole like feast and they're like, like, like stuffed and, you know, they fall asleep. And then the next morning they're like woken up by like his two, I think it's going to be like two pigs, two mm. like boars or whatever that are in like armor basically. Yeah. Trash like, armor. Yeah. yeah. That I think what it is, is that what he didn't show them is that on the other side of it, he has enslaved other animals to mine the trash, the trash. for trash. Yeah. For like better, like older trash, something, something right. that he wants. Yeah, he's like, Oh, this, Oh, my old so-and-so, this trash is so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> the older it is, the better it is to eat. Mm, yeah. Delicious. You yeah. know, these apples, when you eat these old, old apples, my old so-and-so, they're so good. They're so good for you. So he has that happening where he's enslaved all these people and he has like a bunch of like wild pig guards. Like, right. Cause, uh, you know, they find truffles like... in the trash too. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. They do. Um, he's always, that's what he is. He's, he's always trying to mine the trash for, um, like upscale food. Right. You know, like, like five star restaurants and stuff because yeah. he knows it's in there. But he needs. He's it like to filet. Be found. Yeah, he's like filet mignon. Yeah, yeah, and he like has like a whole evil song about right. all the food he likes from filet you know, mignon. Whatever, yeah, escargot, like, blah, blah, blah. Wow, yeah. I was about to say escargot too. Damn. There you go. I, well, we're right here. Um, so he does that evil song, and then like they're and it's like them working in the mines and stuff, and um, yeah, so they actually get conscripted to f- work in the mines. Yeah, so they're in there, and and and. Uh, Ricky doesn't, this doesn't jive with this cool guy. No, dude. Ricky's a cool dude. Yeah. He came there to find out about Trash World and like, you know. And Trash World is a lie. Yeah, exactly. Trash World is a lie and he's disillusioned by this. And uh, he has to start some sort of uprising. Right. Oh, Oh, I know. Actually, at one point when they're, when, before they wake up, I think Gopher Pile gets away. And you have like a second, like when he, when they get in, put in the mines, he's like watching like a guest, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, man, I can't believe you're going to the mines, <laughs> Yeah. So then he's, he goes off into the forest and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do or right. whatever. And, and then, then that's he, when the bear shows up. Yes. And like, he's like, oh, fuck. Like, you know, like. He's scary. like, hey, little buddy. But you don't show. You Friends. Don't, yeah. So good to see yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You just, you don't show what happens. You go back to the mine. Yeah. You figure he's screwed. Well, at least a kid will figure he's screwed. But we all know what's going to happen. He's going to tell them what's happening with all these animals yeah. in Trash World and how there's all this great shit there. Um, and then, you know, he's going to go there and just. That's when they'll, uh, the slave uprising will begin. Right. So I think. Uh, yeah, he starts a slave uprising, and they start using like old uh, kitchen utensils that they find. And uh, at one, they point, start like rushing the pig guards and everything. Right, they use plastic bags to choke him out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, no six pack holders. Oh, whoa, yo, okay, <laughs> like, at least we're like garroting them. <laughs> At least with mine, they just suffocated them. They didn't go. Well, I mean, you them. don't have to like kill them just with the six pack holder. You can put oh, it yeah, over there. You could put it over them so they're like choking. But right, like, but I mean, oh. but I don't think it would fit over a pig's head. Oh, well, I mean, that's true. But maybe think, it does. Maybe it does that cartoon thing where it like. Uh, yeah, again, we aren't talking about a cartoon, so right. we could do that's anything fair. we want with All the right. physics. Then let's uh, let's have <laughs> these. Chicks. But I feel like even. No, let's have a, these pigs being choked out by six-pack holders. Well, the reason I was going to say, I think if you put a plastic bag over their head, they have hooves, so it's going to be really hard for them to get off before they die. No, I really actually like that even more, is that they're so stupid they don't understand how to get out of the bag. Yeah, that makes... Okay, I like that, actually, yeah. And they run... At one point, they run into, run into each, each other. other. Yeah, of course. But as they're, like, fighting their way... They're, like, as this, the uprising is continuing, and they're fighting their way out, like, the crows... Swoop in, yeah. It's air, and, air support. Yeah, and the the trash tyrant comes and he's like fighting and 
the sla- oh, they're the, fighting with cocktail swords. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just like well, or or like like kitchen knives that have been thrown out. Yeah, you know that kind and, of thing. Uh, I think that uh, no, no, no. The Stephen Root uh, shows his true colors, and he's actually uh, a caricature of a samurai. Yeah, and he uses a Japanese chef knife. Right. To, yeah, a Sentoku blade. <laughs> right, <laughs> a Sentoku blade to start cutting down the uprisers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's like he's actually like the retainer of the trash target. Yes. Like, <laughs> so they they're starting to get pushed back, and then because um, he's so quick, he's a right. samurai, and then all of a sudden you hear like. <laughs> like whatever Seth Rogen laughing hey god yeah. hey you guys yeah yeah and then like he's then they show him he's riding on the back of the bear and the bear comes up and just just slaughters <laughs> I mean I don't he doesn't know. really slaughter well, no no you don't even show yeah yeah knocks him unconscious right and then knocks him aside yeah and then you show like uh oh wait 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 the trash tyrant's crown yeah. Uh, is a Burger King crown. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. That's great. That's fantastic. So I think I think before the bear comes in, like, uh, you know, the trash tyrant comes and says, you know, oh, my old so-and-so, why would you do this? I gave you food. I gave you everything you needed, my old so-and-so. All you had to do was guard my cave. Yeah. <laughs> guard my weird mind. <laughs> no, he, like the guard, like he had, like the bear was guarding that cave uh, that they came through. No, oh, no, I'm saying oh, between saying... Ricky and... Like during the first clash oh, yeah, of the yeah, uprising, yeah, 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 yeah. that's when the "you're not a trash king, you're a trash, trash tyrant" yeah. comes out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got you. And then the bear comes in, and then the trash tyrant's like, "Oh, my old so and so, so good to see you." And then boom, he just starts knocking bad guys away, like back and forth, just like mauling these evil yeah, 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 creatures. Yeah. He smacks the Stephen Root turtle. Right. Uh, Stephen Root tries to fight him. But uh, before, like, as he's mid-leap to unleash his, <laughs> unleash his blade upon the bear, the bear just punches Steven Root, and he goes flying. <laughs> right, he punches him, and he, like, he, like goes into right. his shell, and he's, like, spinning <laughs> off into the distance. Like a, oh God, like a hockey puck. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, yeah, I like that. And he, like, hits, like, a... <laughs> he hits, like, one of those small basketball hoop things that mm-hmm. they have like in like offices and stuff over the trash can and he falls into a trash can for some reason that's in the trash right <laughs> and then the trash and then a trash lid falls over yeah. on mm-hmm. it and then trash yeah so he's buried alive yep um. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah yeah like children will be like oh haha like he's he, you know he's buried and then the adults will be like oh he's buried yeah yeah exactly yeah <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's the two levels of like <laughs> understanding of death. <laughs> and um, so then uh, the the bear takes the crown basically from mm-hmm. what then they, the possum and he's like, my old so and so, you can't do this, you can't do this. Yeah, and then like I forget, I don't know what he's gonna say exactly, but you know, it's, he's like, well, yeah, there's a new trash king in town. Yeah, and then he puts Ooh. it on. Uh, yeah, actually. He's the specter of communism who then wants everybody to share. Oh, yeah. I love that. (laughs) Destroys the crown. Yes. Seize the means. And he he literally says, seize Seize the the means means of of production, my friend. Right. And then he, like, he sends the trash tyrant off to the gulag, gulag, which is the recycle center, because this recycle center doesn't have food in it because it has to be clean, you know? Right. And uh, yeah, who and he has to like sort things, you know, basically, and uh, bring right. him cool uh, bits and bottles. Yeah, cool bottles and yeah, exactly. So it's something we'll figure that out. That's fine. Um, so yeah, and then like you know, everybody's like happy. Yeah, and they all kind of live together in this uh, utopia. I do kind of want. Uh, I do kind of want the the animal farm line thrown out there as well near the end. Just the. Uh, you know, all animals are equal. equal some just, are more equal than others. That's right. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and then, like, the like, funniest Just part like a is real like, nice homage back to the best part Animal about Farm. It is, like, then all the parents, like, all the kids are very happy about this, but all the parents are sitting there like, <laughs> is this a communist propaganda movie? Yo, I love this. <laughs> I, I really... Too. I, I'm, wow. I'm sold on it. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I think that's like the end of the movie, or they, they, oh, that's what they do. They start bringing all the other animals from the suburb. Yeah. Like, they show them the way, they make it safer so they can get there, mm-hmm. and then, you know, you see There's like an ending montage. Mm-hmm, of them, like, hanging out and being in there, and then... And then uh, Ricky looks up into the sky, and then there's a weird, like, uh-uh. ghostly visage of his father. Rocko going, hey. Hey. Hey, it's <laughs> Hey, Ricky. I do want his mom's name to be Adrian, though. Of course. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and she is played by Talia Shire, who yeah. I think passed away, but it's okay. Uh, we'll revive Well, her. you know what? Actually, we can we can probably stitch together enough stuff from her other movies that we can like sort of make. Yeah. You know, because she's not going to have that many lines. No, I don't know. You know? Um, so. From archival footage. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do the whole Chris like Glover sh- Back to the Future 2 thing. And for some reason, even though he's a raccoon and Ricky's a raccoon, she's like a shrew. It yeah. doesn't make any sense because every Disney movie has like two animals that have another animal that is like their kid and it's never like, what? how did well, I mean, this even biologically didn't. happen? What? <laughs> I, yeah, but that was because it was all bees. <laughs> this is, and also that was DreamWorks. It wasn't fucking Disney. Uh, dude, it could the fact that we didn't put well, okay, we gotta throw Jerry Seinfeld's B in here somewhere. No, 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 we don't have to throw Jerry Seinfeld's B, but we do have to throw in Jerry Seinfeld right. somewhere. Yeah, that's um, true. He's one of. He's like the court jester, right? <laughs> What's the deal with this airline food? Because it's old, like they they, yeah, they find, find all the airline food packages. That's part of like when they first get there. That's when they're being like like courted by the trash tyrant. They like hang out and they watch like a little. There's like a little right. set of comedy by Jerry Seinfeld's uh, weasel character. Right. Oh God. What's the deal with this airline food? <laughs> and then everyone like is like clapping, but all the people who came there are just like. What the hell? (laughs) (laughs) So then, uh, so that's the end. Should there be like a little, like a a little like stinger on it where you see the trash tyrant and he's like, he like finds something in the recycle center that he he thinks he can use. A taser. There you go. Yes. (laughs) I don't know Yo, a taser. He finds a taser. <laughs> or like he finds... Bear's mace. Bear, no, bear mace. Bear mace. Okay, yeah, good. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there you go. Because then he like... And then he like... He accidentally sprays himself with it. <laughs> He's like... Ah! Yeah, and that's like the end of the... That's the that's the end of the stinger oh, thing. Oh, okay. I was thinking... Yeah, okay. I'll because then you know he has it, but also he's stupid as shit. He sprayed himself in the face <laughs> right. with it. So it's going to take him a while to recover, so it's not like you know the sequel has to be like immediately. Well, I, in the sequel, he's blind, though. 100% he is. <laughs> I've gained vision beyond my sight, my old so-and-so. Right? <laughs> he believes he's like a mystic. <laughs> okay, oh, so... Um, wow. All right, so we got that. Um, obviously, I, I mean, the composer is just going to be Justin Bieber and Seth Rogen. <laughs> I don't know about They're going to write all the songs. All right. I like that. Um, they can hire like we'll get, we'll hire like Marshmallow to do the beats or whatever, or the okay. music behind it. But Seth Rogen and Justin Bieber are writing all the lyrics to these songs. Absolutely. They are. Uh, yeah. Um, Except you... for the Trash Tyrant song, because... You know Danny Day Lewis, and he's gonna want to write yeah, that song with Jeremy Irons. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> Jeremy Irons will play will play the music, the Spanish guitar. Right. Exactly. Song. He will. Um. So the um, director. God, you know, this is the thing. Um, we have to figure out because if it's low end, which is gonna be like the company that made like the Angry Birds movies and stuff like oh, that. God. Oh God. You have to like find somebody who's willing, somebody who's willing to take that hit and direct it. And I'm trying know. to think of somebody in a um. Uh, well, in there, that I mean, capacity. There, well, I mean, as far as directors go, I mean, 
I really don't know any who would want to be attached to this movie. Um, <laughs> and the problem is, is animation directors are so much different than... Yes, extremely. Uh, I don't know a single animation director. No. I mean, well, I mean, like, there's, like... Well, John Lasseter got in trouble with the Me Too stuff, but so we can't do that. Oh. But, well, you know, you have, like... John Favreau. Yeah, he would do it. He just did the Lion King yeah. thing. So John that, Favreau. I feel like that's high end though, because you oh, you're getting yeah. him, you know. Okay, so high end, John Favreau. Low end, who's the guy who directed uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Okay. Oh, I don't really know. Actually, um, I was about to say Mio Hayazaki, but. <laughs> For the higher, low end. Yeah, right. <laughs> for the even higher end. Right, for the even higher To get higher him to end. come out of retirement. Right, but I wouldn't want his name tainted on this horrible abomination. No, no, no. I think Jared Hess, the guy who directed oh, Napoleon Jared Dynamite, he can do this. He can be the low end. Absolutely. He would do it. He would, in a heartbeat. Yeah, he's got nothing else going on. Um, what so, about uh, composers? Well, we oh, just, yeah, that's yeah, right. Sorry, just, the composers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Uh, what do you think the budget is? The budget on this, I think, would probably be around... I'll take low end. Also, the screenplay, we're going to farm out, and Seth Green's going to write the entire thing. All right, that's fine. Because, obviously... <laughs> well, I mean, he did Over the Hedge. Yeah. So... And that was great. So, um... And also, Seth Green also has the very illustrious um, Robot Chicken. Yeah, he knows a lot about animation. He does. Okay. Weasel stomping day. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, so the budget, what do you want? Low or high? I'll take low. Okay. Uh, what do you think? I mean, I think you can get it done for 50000 <laughs> If Shadow Machine does it, sure. It's Seth Green's company. Okay. No, actually, I think it's probably like, maybe like $2 million. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. It would be like those real low-grade, shitty... Right. Like you're, we have to farm it out to, like, Bulgaria uh, animation Exactly. <laughs> and obviously, if we can get Illumination to do it... Oh, yeah. Uh, which is the dream. Which um, is, like, what? That's going to... I mean, that's going to put you around $85 million, I think, probably. For oh, this. I was thinking even more. Well, I guess with the with the voice talent and stuff, you're probably looking at, like... Uh, all right, 170 Okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Because you got to get Bieber to write songs. Yeah. You know, even if it is. What's that for? Jesus. Yeah, he almost takes a pay cut because he has to write songs with Seth Rogen. Uh, I know, we, didn't, we didn't put in another um, joke where Pete Davidson shits, but there'll be in there somewhere. Yeah, like there'll, he'll, of he'll course there will. And then yeah. he'll be like, classic. Oh, that's what it is. He'll be watching the Jerry Seinfeld weasel and he'll laugh so hard. He shits himself. <laughs> he shits himself. And it comes and out in cubes. Hits it with his... Yeah, it comes... <laughs> so, um, yeah, okay. So we just appealed to everything that he's into right now. Yes, we did. Um, if we could get them to write a new, like a parody version of the Pina Colada song, I feel like we might just get out of here. <laughs> but that's up to them, and that's up to him if he right. wants that or not. But Listen, we haven't um, even seen our contract, so... Yeah, we still, one of these days... One day we'll break into that vault. It's doubtful. Those eyes are always watching. They are. <laughs> See? I told you. Something's going on with those things. What's going on? Oh, anyway. Um, no, what has happened? I blacked out for a second. Yeah, you started talking about the eyes again. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that. Oh, well. <laughs> I guess there's nothing to worry about. Nothing at all. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. We think we've covered that pretty well. Yeah, and, I think so, too. Um, you know, I guess that's it for right now and hopefully forever. Yeah, um, hopefully we never, ever have to talk to you the listener again mm -hmm. but uh if you want to rate us on uh, apple podcast get in touch with snickers and send somebody here to rescue us um or maybe we'll just be free men after this and um we'll you'll never know so unless we just stop doing this yeah who knows? so we're either free or we're dead yeah um which in its own way is a sort of freedom the sweet release of death
So thank you guys for listening. I'm Justin. I'm Kaiser. And we will uh, never talk to you again. Bye. Bye.